BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. <laughs> What's going on? You're listening to the Film Drunk Frogcast, or just the Frogcast, coming at you, not live, from, where are we live? I don't know. It's unclear now. We're on video. Everything's Still not live, though. Okay. Also not live. I'm Vince Mancini. I'm joined, as always, you know him, you love him. He is the regular, regular Mr. Matt Lieb. Yeah. What's up, everyone? I forgot the melody of the song from The Idol. So a uh, Lum song did not pop in my head fast mm. enough. I was really trying to think. I was like, how did that go? And I couldn't think of it. But, uh, you know, that, that's how the cookie crumbles sometimes. Let's go on, everyone. Lum Lum or whatever. What's up? What's up? How are you doing, dude? Me? Yeah, you. Who yeah, I'm doing <laughs> good. You think I'm talking to the audience? <laughs> How you know. doing, dude? I, my, uh, well, we have a guest, but you just haven't brought him in yet. No, um, just a thousand piggies at home going, fine. <laughs> <laughs> you talking <laughs> to me? <laughs> me? I'm good. Just yelling, seeing if, it, uh, if we'll hear it. Um, I went for a jog too close to the podcast, and now I just like can't stop sweating. It's also like humid in a way that California never is, and it oh. just, it's... Uh, it's different. It's I noticed thing. that you looked a little uh, like your hair is. Uh, it's I'm shiny. It, yeah, it's shiny hair. It looks like yeah. uh, you know you're you're more of a greasy wop dago than <laughs> usual, if you will. Yeah, <laughs> if you will, and I will. Um, we have a guest today. Our guest today uh, is a platinum-selling songwriter and half of the band, The Living Tombstone. He also has a solo song called Grow Up, that is out now. Out now. Ladies and gentlemen, everyone else, Sam Haft is here. Hello, yes. I love love to be brought on after a a cavalcade of anti-Italian slurs. (laughs) That's that's generally, that's my favorite intro. Yeah, yeah. You know, when we invited you on the podcast, I was like, I'm not going to tell them how (laughs) anti-Italian it is. Just because usually that's people like, well, that... 
in my rider it says no yeah. anti-Italian American podcast. What I am noticing now is I do look like AI combined the two of you. <laughs> you do. I am just you I, are both of us together. It's kind of strange, but uh, yeah. no, I. You know what? Maybe I can be your child now. I would love it. I would love yeah. it. I need more children in my life. That's what yeah. I need. That's what yeah. would solve everything, I think. Are we all dads? We're all dads. We're all dads here. Yeah. All Welcome to here. Film Drunk Dad Cast. <laughs> uh, we should no start longer. a band. We should start a band, dude. You yeah. know, part of what? like... What being movies? Middle... Sorry, go ahead. Make I was going to say part of being me being uh, like slowly creeping in the middle age is like deciding i'm finally gonna go buy that base i've wanted since i was in middle yeah, school me too mine was but, my my the chain that was my decision i was like you know what i feel like yeah i've aged, I've aged into a chain jew yes you that are a chain jew now yeah you get to a certain point and it's like you know what i'm gonna uh, it, just be hairy and have a chain yeah don't your people call them chayans <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> we do we they are uh, yes. famously uh look yeah. at my chain <laughs> uh, <laughs> speaking of bad israeli accents uh this episode is oh. going to be full of them because oh boy. uh we're going to be talking about hbo's smash hit new series <laughs> the idol um and uh that is by sam levinson the guy who did uh, being what is born that? from Barry Levinson. Yeah, mm-hmm. be, yeah, the guy credit, who's credit from Barry number one. Credit. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, he did uh, Euphoria. Euphoria. Yes. That's and Assassination name. Nation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know that one. That. Uh, <laughs> I did want to ask one more dad question. Like Matt, I know Please. you haven't gotten to like the movie. Your kid's not old enough to re- express uh, preferences yet, which is like a nice age. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or express anything, really. Yeah, that's it's nice. Sick. It's really nice. <laughs> I love it. Do it's you like, have any movies that you've just had driven into the ground yet, Sam? Because that's where I'm at right now. No, no. Um, and and thank. I mean, I don't know why I'm saying thankfully. I have like a a, a massively ADD or ADHD child. Like they, you know, yeah. even at at four we're still not getting 90 minutes of focus on anything. <laughs> Although I will say back when my kid was Matt's kid's age, I, mm-hmm. you know, I tried putting on stuff before they could say, Hey, I'm bored. My, yeah. Oh my God. My son loves saying he's bored now. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> yeah, but I did put on, I put, I was like, what a kid's like, let me, let me put on the minions movie. And mm. I fucking loved it. I I did not. That was the weirdest thing about having a kid was like, I just love the minions. So I didn't realize like I'd never watched it before. I didn't realize that it's canon that the minions are like Spanish or they speak Spanish or something. It's well, I I can I can tell you as a bit of a minionologist myself, they (laughs) speak a language um, created by their creator, Pierre Coffin, uh, who I like to call today's Tolkien. Um, Mm -hmm. It is it is called Minionese. It is a combination of, I believe, Spanish, Italian, uh, Malaysian, uh, Tagalog, and a couple other things. Wow. Yes. And he's created the language. According to him, every line they say has actual meaning. Oh, my Mm. God. Uh, I no, I could I could get in on Minions lore. I mean, if you've seen the 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 film Minions Dis- from 2015, I've seen uh, no. Despicable Me one and two. Um, I would I would call them inferior Minions properties. Interesting. Um, okay. Yes. Yeah. It's uh, the the film Minions. Great. 
Mm. The Minions Rise of Gru, pretty bad. The mm. Despicable Me movies, middle of the road. Minions by itself, big fan. Big fan of the movie Minions. I didn't know there was that much lore in the Minions universe. I kind well, of thought it gives them an origin story. Well, I mean, it's not. It's good. I mean, you know, for the kids out there who are like, you know, everyone here is talking about Toy Story. They want to talk about Woody and Buzz Lightyear. Mm-hmm. I want to know where these little yellow pills came from well in in my experience kids don't care but i Mm. really care Mm. a lot um (laughs) yeah for the moment i start saying well you know the minions are 65 million years old and like no one gives a shit see i always assumed i thought the minions were like uh i mean this might be more of a fresno reference than you guys are i'll get uh, familiar with but like the kind of woman that's gonna have like the uh, coffee and or or all I need is Starbucks and Disney or whatever one of those kind of shirts. I feel like yeah. she's gonna be driving like a Toyota Scion with like a little minion sticker on the back of it somewhere. This is oh, a very definitely. specific type of person. I don't think I know. Is this a Fresno person? I I, I think all it I is, is, but I'm not a hundred percent. You haven't seen the I, the shirts that are like uh, it's they combine Disney and Starbucks somehow. Jesus. Like There's this brand Disney, synergy this between Disney princess two. runs on Starbucks. You haven't seen that? It's no. like really depressing. It's I, like, that's the most depressing. You know what makes this piggy hork brands? <laughs> that's more depressing than the guy in the idol who had uh, "Life is War" tattooed on his bald head. Oh yeah, uh, what's his story? What's huh? his story? What, Ooh. what is, does he need his coffee before he this gets up? Little piggy likes brands in his trough. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yum 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 yum. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, no, my kid doesn't watch anything. Uh, although I have realized that at seven months, I uh, she's so young that we don't have to subject ourselves to kids programming because mm-hmm. she doesn't know the difference. Yeah. So you can kind of just play whatever movie you want. Yeah, um, I'm kind of like anti-kids programming just because, I don't know. I feel like all I the gr- molesting. Well, yeah, that's true. But no, but I feel like I grew up without it and I uh, feel like I'm better for it. But I don't know. Maybe yeah. that's I feel like my dad when I say that or or when kids say that they're bored and I get kind of mad. When I'm like, you have a million channels that you can watch literally anytime you want. You're not allowed uh, to be bored ever. Yeah, you are. You sound that like is a very dad. dad response. Yeah, this is the most yeah. dad shit I've and ever I, heard. And I'm OK with that. I'm leaning into it. Yeah. You know, go I for like it. that. No, I like I like. I like embracing the identity of dadhood. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've become full dad now. I get it. Like now, uh, the biggest thing is uh, not being able to um, see kids get hurt in movies. That or totally happened to me, too. Yeah. Couldn't, can't cannot watch it anymore. Can't watch it. Does not feel good. Makes me feel bad. And uh, like all of a sudden, like war is sadder. <laughs> <laughs> before you were kind of like 50 50 well, that war now, is like half badass half yeah, like that's crazy sure, sure. uh but <laughs> that's now <laughs> Ooh, that's what's up oh that's what's yeah. up but now it's like you know 30 percent badass and 70 percent everybody freeze oh nope oh, oh no, no just, just you. you just, just you. you man oh you're you back froze with your very happy about war face yeah no you're back the point is, is that uh, war is now sad to me because uh, you see, like, I'm, I was rewatching uh, Generation Kill, the uh, uh, David Simon show about the Iraq War, and uh, you know that show is mostly just about how the 
Marines just could not stop accidentally killing kids. Um, and uh, whereas that might have been like, you know, oh, that's what's up or that's crazy <laughs> before. Now that is just like full balling. Can't mm. can't comprehend the sadness of it. And uh, yeah. So anyways, being did, did dad, you experience right. that, Vince? Um, I guess you just like ways. seeing kids get hurt now yeah. more. I still like it. I mean, I don't know. Like I think when I think of kids getting hurt, I think of like the Instagram videos where they like fall down on the driveway and cry, and that yeah, still, that's funny. still hilarious to me. Like arguably even more so. But uh, <laughs> the realistic depictions, yeah, I, I get that. That's. I mean, it didn't used to do not there was a i forget which john anytime Carp- people talk about like their kids getting like sick in some yeah. way i'm like yeah no i can't nope. yeah oh there's my a, god nope. there's a john carpenter movie where a little girl gets the wrong ice cream i saw a clip of it and uh, a little girl gets the wrong ice cream she goes back to the ice cream man and uh the ice cream man is dead because a guy killed the ice cream man and then that guy wearing like a leather jacket just like pistol shoots her right in the in the middle of the chest and and that's would be funny to me nine months ago because it was so like campy so corny um but then when i saw it i went oh my god and i was just like what oh no i can't enjoy awesome shit like that oh no am i gonna be a bitch forever (laughs) am i a bitch now The, the the level of like sudden the way that it just dialed up being emotional mm. for me too there i had to take a work trip not long after my son was born yeah. and i was just sitting i was truly like i was listening to cat stevens on repeat <laughs> yes. scrolling photos yeah like cat stevens and harry chapin songs just scrolling yeah. photos of my infant son i am positive the person next to me on the plane thought i was leaving my family at that <laughs> on that flight <laughs> Yeah, I was like, uh oh, this is uh Oh, this guy's uh, clearly yeah. going into the witness protection room. Well, Millhouse's oh, yeah. dad over here is having a rough one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean it's uh I I do find myself now um like there are certain songs, like definitely like Cat uh Cat Stevens songs, for some reason they're all about me they're being all about a bad like dad. being a bad dad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, totally. Um but uh there's not enough Father daughter songs. Do those Stop exist? Stop dead naming Yusuf Islam. Sorry, my bad. Yusuf Islam. Yes. Uh, I think it just goes by Yusuf now, like Madonna. Mm, it's kind of. Okay. Yeah. Um, That's uh, Fusui backwards. Is it? Mm hmm. Damn. That's crazy. It was hiding in plain sight the whole time. Yeah. yeah. You guys, uh, you think <laughs> I should write some minions dialogue? Or? I think yeah. you should. I think. <laughs> uh, there, are there any father daughter songs that exist out there? Hmm. is isn't isn't she lovely yes that is a good one that is a good one actually you reminded me i think i realized like a lot of songs are about having about a a beautiful baby more so than i remember like yeah i think father-daughter songs are more straightforwardly like loving whereas uh father-son songs are usually like regretful yeah uh recriminating in some way i'm sure there's a lot of father-daughter songs though written by the daughter that are not anything but uh you know sad so mm. i just don't know them because you know can't I, I don't think of one i don't listen to girl music oh damn i don't i only listen to boys 
I only listen to the boys are back in town. That's right. <laughs> That's the, the only, only song. song I allow in my house. That's yeah. the only song I listen to. I mean, it's a good song. I mean, they're back in town. You got to say it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, what else is what? what you know that used that chick that used to dance a lot. Which one? She's the one driving all the old men crazy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. forgot you were. We were still talking about boys. <laughs> Sorry, we're back yeah. in town. <laughs> What's on the docket for today? Other than oh, we uh, have a docket. I thought you um, had a docket. Well, I know we were going to talk about the idol, but I also uh, the most predictable thing happened. I'm not even sure the story is true, but I like to believe that it is. Yeah. Uh, headline: Vin Diesel upset at Jason Momoa for quote overacting in Fast X. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Which, uh, uh, you know, I mean, it was like you just expect. Uh, no one can work be... with this guy. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> no one can work with the Vin subtext Diesel. is that he's a nightmare. He's uh, such a nightmare guy. It's so crazy. It's and let me say, I I enjoy I enjoy a nice dumb fast furious movie. Oh, hundred percent, totally. I thought Jason Momoa was the only person who seemed like they were having a nice time. Yeah, I thought he was bad, but I liked that he was trying, and he felt like yeah. the only one who was. And, right, uh, I exactly. appreciated that him. Uh, I, I don't think he's ever been him. asked to like be the Joker before, and I no. think that's probably <laughs> well, I mean, what it was. Yeah, probably for good reason. But I like that. Like, I I like Jason Momoa. Um, yeah, I like him better when he's just playing himself. Yeah. But like there's something nice to see him like, oh, he's he seems to be having a good time. Yeah. Um, and Vin Diesel didn't like it, huh? Jason Momoa's character, Dante Reyes, wasn't it? By the way, when you Great saw name. the movie, one of the greatest retcons. Um, <laughs> but, but so when I watched it, I felt like uh, Jason Momoa said literally like two words with a Brazilian accent and then and then and then his first scene and then he completely dropped it. And <laughs> yeah, like, that was it. the end of it. Totally. It was uh, Keanu Reeves in Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yes, like, yeah, was, yeah, yeah, I feel like it was different because like Keanu was like sort of trying the whole time in that, just like but only half trying. Whereas right. Jason Momoa kind of felt like he tried it out for a second and he was like, "Yeah, nah, I'm not gonna do that." <laughs> was there like a uh, a scene like a thirteenth warrior esque scene where uh, he's sitting at a campfire and just picks mm-hmm. up the language and then decides <laughs> the subtitles disappear. And yes, just exactly. And now he talks normal. No, they didn't address it, but it was like it was seriously two or three words that sounded like they were kind of uh, Brazilian, and then it was never addressed, and yeah. he never attempted it again. Oh, In fairness, they 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 <laughs> said like they they they're like three lines. Where they go, well, uh, he was he went to school abroad, or so they say. Yeah, so. yeah, they yeah. try to lampshade it in somehow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah. Jason Momoa's character Dante Reyes was an eccentric villain in 2023's Fast X, according to a recent report from Radar Online. Vin Diesel wasn't happy with Momoa's portrayal. Uh, Radar Online notes that Diesel is blaming Momoa for the poor reviews that Fast X received. Uh, despite being a box office success, the film received mostly negative reviews, blah, 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 blah. Uh, the report notes that Diesel, Diesel isn't happy that Momoa is being called one of the only bright spots in the film. Ooh. Uh, Vin is embarrassed Jason is being branded the only bright spot in the film and stealing his thunder in the franchise he built himself, said a source to Radar Online. <sighs> Feels very sketchy. but uh, such a dickhead. <laughs> He's such a fucking dickhead. Like all of the people who, and I'm sure it's not real. I'm sure a lot of his PR are supposedly like the nicest people in Hollywood, like the rock. You're mm. not getting along with the rock. Right. 
<laughs> the rocks made a career out of just smiling and being like all right bro i mean That's i do like the thing. idea that uh vin diesel you know he does every line like he's just woken up from a nap and mm-hmm. he's sort of like yeah he yeah. seems like he's he's half yawning in every line yeah, yeah and then you get these guys that are very energetic in the movie and it's like they do kind of make him look bad it's like, well hey, yeah yeah settle down guys i'm over here trying to not yeah. work too hard nobody likes an apple polisher yeah you don't need friends when you got family Wow, that's really good. You should. Uh... Is, is this Vin Diesel hey, from Fremont? Hey, this is Vin Diesel from Fremont. I just want to say, family, when you're here, your family, unlimited oh, salad and Where's here? <laughs> here, the Olive Garden. Oh, okay. You've never yeah. been? Uh, I've no. This is where I take my family. Oh, that seems like a, a good place. And guess but who I... my family is? Who? Everyone here. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, you, do you actually not have anyone that you brought with you? No, I don't. My parents are dead. <laughs> oh, but you know what? That's why I chose my own family. Oh yeah, I've chosen families. Yeah. Every time I go to Olive Garden. Everyone in there is my chosen family. Oh, so I go to the I go to the salad bar and I say, "Mom, there's no more salad." <laughs> the wait the wait staff is family. Well, anyways, I gotta go. <laughs> I'm hungry. Well, who was that guy? <laughs> you know, it sounded it sounded like Vin Diesel by way of Seth Green. Oh, did it? Mm. <laughs> it was kind of both, Thick, you know. Yeah, a little, little bit, little rasp. Yeah. You know, hey, we're all, you know, we're all, uh, we're all works in progress here at the podcast. Yeah. I like, <laughs> I like think- that Olive Garden has a salad bar. Yeah, I, you know, what? I'll be real with you. I always assumed the unlimited salad meant there was a salad bar, but now yeah. I'm starting think. to think that they'll just bring you a salad. What's the salad then? Mm-hmm. Is it any? Can you? Right, is it a leafy I- green? Of some no, kind, an unlimited cob. Like I don't think, are so. we, I don't think they're going unlimited Dude, on the yeah, cob. Yeah, you're not. Getting, well, you're then not I would like to think about the hard, financial limitations of they going unlimited peel on those cob. Hard-boiled eggs. I'm just okay, but then unlimited salad. What is the salad? It it, it is iceberg and and Italian dressing, and that's it. Maybe that's what not, you get. Maybe you don't actually get more of it. It's just that's just the name of it. Like no, this is the unlimited yeah. salad. <laughs> Yeah, that this is, is the never-ending salad, yeah. Uh, yeah. and this is the infinite salad. They're yeah. all three. One of them's a chopped. The other yeah. one's more like a Waldorf. Oh, that's we just call I like that. that. Yeah. It's a time-themed. Uh, yeah, it's a time theme. Yeah, yeah. This one is a, it's literally free. Come take it, salad. That's just the name of it. Mm. That's just the name. It is. It is thirteen dollars. It's thirteen dollars. That feels like it would be at like the Second Amendment themed uh, Olive Garden, which they should have. I feel like I could make a killing on that. Dude, like I the come uh, and take it salad. Oh, uh, yeah. The yeah. Molon I, from my cold breadsticks. Dead. Yeah. 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 Don't my... don't bread on me. Oh, <laughs> this is that's wow. Yeah. We've got a really successful restaurant in our in our brains right now. <laughs> there's not enough. Uh, the, I don't think there's any Second Amendment themed uh, like because usually that is like it's a Patriot themed or like a MAGA themed. But just guns. No, wasn't that Lauren Boebert's uh Was thing? it a gun themed? I thought it was. I thought it was like a gun themed restaurant that gave people food poisoning. Oh. Well, that ruins it. 
Well, she thought of it first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been taken. It's been done. Sorry, dude. Fuck. All right. Um, so what else happened to Vin Diesel? Is he mad still? I don't know. They probably worked it out. Oh, that's good. You're actually reminding me of uh, a piece of content someone told me to do on the Discord. Um, that is, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna find it here. It was something about like apparently uh, Disney is giving um, Disney people their own. Um, they're using them for their PR. I mean, I guess they always do, right? Mm. Um, but this was uh, from this is from at Jenny E. Nicholson. One of the weirdest Disney marketing things I've come across is this weird fake podcast <laughs> where they they've held these three women hostage to basically pretend to be normal fans who are not working for the company as they rigidly read extremely scripted ad copy to us. <laughs> um, so I'm uh, I'm going to have to share this with you guys immediately. Ooh, I love that. Um, and I have I have not I have not seen this yet, so I can't speak to um, its its veracity. But one second, I went, yeah, and then I go share screen, and then uh, open system preferences, and then I got there, and I share. Uh, can you see? Yes. Okay. I'm and tell me if you can hear. So when you arrive at the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, you will be greeted by cast members and the cast members make the experience so easy. So they welcome you, they <laughs> oh check you God. in and Oof. they give you your data band. Okay. This will allow you access to your cabin, but it also helps you with some secret missions on board. So you want to make sure that that stays close to you. After you check in, you jump into a launch pod. Okay. And in my opinion, this okay. is when the this adventure feels... really begins. So when you arrive at that, the Star Wars, you know this feels Star like Cruiser. this feels like the logical. We've talked about this before, where like the dominant podcasting style became one person like reads a Wikipedia entry to another, while the other person goes, "Wow, no way!" <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like they've done that just with uh yeah with Disney stuff like the. Like this feels completely like a logical. I also uh, feel if you're the Walt Disney Corporation, like you should be able to find someone who's a little better on prompter. You'd yeah. think. Yeah. You would think it is. I mean, although it is on brand for Disney to be like, work for free for the mouse, and then you know they <laughs> yeah. just corral yeah. up the hogs, and they're like, oh, work for free for the mouse, and then they, you know. They don't really audition them as much as they uh, see who. There, know. there is a world of Disney adults out there who would be doing this for free and probably a better job. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, no, but these. You know what I like about that podcast oh, is imagining yeah. what the rest of the content is. That's always my favorite thing to do. Whenever I mean, I'm I sure see... it's just one person uh, reading uh, an ad script and the other people being like, "Oh wow, no way!" Like the but this for is... an hour. Like yeah. how, how long are we talking, you know, this became, I'm not sure. I mean, this was what, like four or five years ago that this became like the uh, podcast staple. Yeah, I know. But, you know, there's more as someone who's done over 500 episodes of podcasts, I'm mm -hmm. sure, if not a thousand um, at some point, if you put a mic in my face for long enough. Even if there's a script, at some point, I'm just going to start talking about cum. So you wonder <laughs> yeah. if these 
podcasters like you know what we're actually missing is the come part well that's in the uh that's that's in the job application they they make sure that anyone they hire has never seen come before or or done done a come made come no. And that's actually what's on the prompter. It's not the script. It's just don't talk don't about come. come. You can don't never come, have come. seen or made come. If you let the entire rest of the set, if you flip that camera around, it's all signs telling people not to talk about come. Which fair. I understand, you know, like living in that Disney world. You know, I, I worked on the Star Wars show for many years where the difference was, though, is I actively would talk about come. And they would be like, that's hilarious. And they would just cut it out. They would cut out all the cum. And I was like, that's fine. As long as I get to be me, you know, and you just cut. They would cut around to the part where I basically said the ad part. It's just something that you have to do. And it's not like for content. It's just like it's just a thing that you have to get. You have to do that in order to get to where you need exactly to be, you it's know? like do you want the good shit it's like uh it's like working out you know that's it's your like, process that's yeah. my process that's that's how you know fucking daniel day lewis has to listen to eminem in order to play bill the butcher you know i have to You're say just... oh my dick in <laughs> order just, to be like he's just shadow boxing in the corner with a gray hoodie on <laughs> being like <laughs> up in that ass with that cat <laughs> <laughs> that's an awful hot coffee pot um but yeah uh i thought you know i i would like to know where the rest of the podcast goes i do think it's hilarious that there is like um fake podcast clips out in the world Mm. that is i think my my new favorite thing about um like tiktok is that oh yeah people are posting fake like there is no more content other than the clip but you think there's like a whole episode happened. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. half of the tiktok ads i see too are people like deep faking podcast hosts into endorsing their product <laughs> is... I, the, the number of times it's like we got to get the the who's your daddy uh podcast yeah. we got to get them to do like a full live read for the for the, for the yeah yeah that would be sick, dude. Those guys, get all those, those listeners who are those guys like, are famous. Mm-hmm. Those are famous podcasters. Do you like hearing girls talk about come? What if you heard a, a what if it was guys? What if it was guys? <laughs> huh? Oh, you like someone interviewing Lily Rose Depp? What if we just talked about her on a podcast for Jude's? <laughs> it's not call just for him, Daddy. Call him, Daddy. Uh, or call, call well, his daddy. Call my mommy. Call daddy. <laughs> call my mommy. Just call daddy. Yeah. Call my mommy. A new podcast <laughs> from two guys who are you, horny. Did you ever see Call Her Daddy? We're <laughs> the daddy. We're the daddies. Oh man, you know. Yeah. It's a good. It's good branding. Good pitch. Good. It's, it's a, IP. It's IP. You know what? And not a court in the world would allow them to win that lawsuit exactly that's what i'm always thinking when i when i watch call her daddy i'm like where's the daddy they keep talking about they keep talking about this daddy if he doesn't show up one of these days i'm gonna be real steamed yeah yeah. i've listened for a thousand episodes and they have never once called their father (laughs) um thought this show was about good girls yeah these these girls are like the bad boys um it's a waiting for godot situation yeah. Waiting for daddy. Waiting for good daddy. <laughs> waiting for, <laughs> for good dad. Waiting for waiting for go daddy. 
Wait, oh. is that still a company? GoDaddy.com uh, slash the Frogcast. Promo code comes so <laughs> Matt, I have one more piece of content before Please. we get to the idol. Um, I like. Uh, I like reading British sto- stories about British scandals that I was completely yeah. unaware of oh, until that, that point where it's yes. like like British people are having this news conversation and yes. then you're just like dropped right in the middle of right. it. And you're you're like, so, I don't they're know so mad and you don't know why, but you're just <laughs> reading everything Britishly. Yeah. Uh, so this one, headline, this morning editor Martin Frizzell rebuked by ITV for, quote, extremely ill-judged eggplant remarks amid Philip Schofield scandal. Oh, I don't know any of it. I don't know yeah. any me of and, it. Me but and my friends in, right? have been talking about this for years. Dude, finally yeah. we're getting to finally that Finally someone gets to the bottom of Schofield it. Schofield discourse. Yeah. Uh, Martin Frizzell, the editor of embattled ITV daytime show This Morning, has mm. been rebuked by his employer for, quote, extremely ill-judged, unquote, remarks about eggplants when questioned over the Philip Schofield scandal. Okay, all right, hold on. Before you continue, I think we have to play a game where we guess what possibly could be the controversy here. So well, there's a video involved, so keep going. Okay, so my I'm guess... sending it to you so you can play it eventually. Okay, yeah. okay. Send it to me. Uh, my guess is going to be it has something to do with um, dicks because the eggplant Safe emoji... Bet. Safe no, bet. Yeah, but this is England. I know, these... I know. This is the problem. So what? It, and they so, have so many more dick shaped, more dick shaped foods there. That's true. Most of their plant. their foods are dick shaped. Uh, fish and chips, like bangers, uh, bangers, mash. I mean, they've got dick food already. They don't yeah. look at an eggplant and think, "Oh, that's a dick." So my other guess would be, and this is based kind of on The Sopranos, but like that eggplant, because I know mm. eggplant. No, no I don't it's think, not a I don't racial think they have thing. That. I don't think they have eggplant as a racial slur in england what i so the other thing i could think of because it's britain and they're talking about eggplants it's this host said um you, you know I, I, i've got to say it i've got to say it uh, eggplant is too hard of a food because we don't have teeth here <laughs> this is a country where people only eat mushy food because we don't got mm. no teeth i mean here. i think eggplants are pretty mushy though as long no as not to britain in <laughs> england an eggplant is considered crunchy here. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> an eggplant is, is the same thing as an ice cube to us <laughs> He's eating an everlasting gobstopper. Okay. Um, the mushy curve in England is way, yeah, way different. Way different. Magnus Brook, ITV's director of strategy, policy, and regulation, said the commercial broadcaster would not endorse comments made by Frizzell to a journalist on Monday. Frizzell was questioned on his doorstep by a Sky News reporter about allegations of a toxic work environment on this morning. I'll tell you what's toxic, he replied. What I've always found toxic is aubergine. Do you like aubergine? Brooke was asked about the incident during an evidence session held by UK Parliament's Influential Culture, Media, and Sport Committee. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Uh, this is like full on in something they're discussing in Parliament. Uh, oh. Lawmaker John Nicholson said Frizzell's remarks were surreal and bizarre and could have been interpreted as being outrageously dismissive and flippant by those who have raised concern about, about this. Can experience. you explain again? I feel like I, I, I missed it. He what was just the, like, I don't I like eggplant. The, I sent you the you can you can hear it. Play the video. Scroll okay, down, I've, t- I've I've got the video. Scroll down to the video. I've got the video right here. I'm gonna I'm gonna play it so we can understand what the controversy is. 
Mr. Frizzell, is there a oh, toxic yeah, work yeah. environment in this yeah. morning? Sorry? Is there a toxic work environment at this morning? Sorry. What's toxic? I've always found toxic. Is aubergine? Do you like aubergine? Do you? Is there a toxic work environment? But do you like at aubergine? Because I don't like aubergine. It's just a personal thing. Is there a toxic but work environment at this morning? It's a really sir? big day today, though, because John Tarot's back with spicy barbecue prawns. Josie, Adam Lambert, Joe Joyner, oh, and Holly Willoughby. See you at 10. Thank you. What a dumb country. <laughs> it's, it's, so it's so impenetrably British. I love it. You're like, what the fuck is going on? Everyone was very polite. Everyone You're like, was okay, so there's a show mm -hmm. where apparently <laughs> they discuss prawns mm -hmm. with Adam Lambert. Uh, but this guy's like, you know what? No more, no more aubergines on this show because we don't like them. Okay, so wanna, first we're going to talk about spicy prawns. Aubergine is eggplant. Is that what I'm learning? Yes. Yeah, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, see that I didn't. I didn't even know that. That's how not yeah. British I am. Yeah. That's how straight some weird, I am. Some weird I'm words so, for food over there. I'm so straight <laughs> that I don't even know British words, dog. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't know that they that uh, yeah aubergine. That is. Uh, I didn't know. I did not know. So, okay. So I get the controversy. The controversy here is they're asking if the work environment is toxic and he is pivoting to talk yeah. about how he's not eggplant. a fan of eggplant. Yeah, here's That's a food right. I don't like. Yeah. But yeah. let me tell you, the eggplant lobby in the UK. Wild. Mm. Wild. They're, they're, it's powerful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're always trying to get their food into different, you know, foods. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, you, you like bangers and mash? How about bangers and baba ganoush? Isn't that appropriately mushy? It is. Yeah. Uh, that is why. So what is, how are they talking about it in Parliament? Explain that to me. They're, apparently this guy works on a morning show called okay. This Morning. This is what I'm getting mm -hmm. from reading this one article. I didn't mm -hmm. delve into the backstory because, like I said, the best thing about it is not knowing is not who knowing. they're, who and they're just, talking about. Just knowing just is a whole island full of ugly people that are mad about it. <laughs> some weird it, guy is pivoting with eggplant for some reason. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, what I'm getting is that there was some sort of uh, scandal at this show this morning. And mm -hmm. there's a reporter trying to do an ambush in interview on this guy. And his pivot was to bring up eggplants. Uh, mm -hmm. And now he's in further trouble because it is flippant and disrespectful mm -hmm. to the idea of the sexual harassment scandal. Now he's in hot water, which yeah. is my favorite beverage with a little <laughs> bit of tea. He's mate. deep in a bob of ganache, he is. Yeah. He's, he's stuffed it now. <laughs> the fascinating thing about this story is I feel like the entire thing could have been written by tapping your phone's predictive text over uh -huh. and over and over again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, like, yeah that, that makes a, about an equal amount of sense. I mean, it's one way to, you know, write a notes app apology is just to see where uh, I'm sorry for goes, you know, and just keep hitting I'm that little button. I'm sorry for my aubergine comment to exactly. a journalist about my inquiry. Yeah, and I how much I detest aubergine. Aubergine, it's just like, well, take it and take eggplant and make it fancy, you know? Yeah. And it's just, this is why I don't trust the Brits. I don't trust them. They try I mean, eggplant is a little weird, like what? What about that plant is eggy? Oh, it's just, uh, you know, that's what eggs look like. Hmm. You know, well, long, long yeah. and dick-like. <laughs>
to me, it's the dick the the dick comparison that I always thought was a little off when people were like, eggplant emoji yeah. means dick. And I was like, first of all, carrot is a dick. Yeah. I mean, I think that's maybe the, that's the, the thing about eggplant is we're always trying to compare it to other things, but there is no No, comparison. it exists on its own. Yeah. It's a singular fruit. Yeah. Like, it's iconoclastic. The only time I've ever seen uh, an eggplant and thought it was a dick was, or where I allowed it to be a dick, was in the movie Coneheads. Do you guys mm. see Coneheads? Yeah, yeah. It's a very famous movie, Coneheads. <laughs> it's based <laughs> on a I, sketch I, from the 70s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he snarfles the Garthog. He snarfles the Garthog. He is, uh, they're, they're aliens, they got cones in their heads, right? That's not the point. The point is, uh, at one point, Jane Curtin goes into a supermarket and sees a bunch of eggplants, and she screams, and then she picks it up and kind of laughs hornily. Mm-hmm. And all I could think is, that's what a conehead dick must look well, like. Well, there is a Chinese eggplant that is sort of dick-shaped. but like I've the, seen that one. The, the, like the, whatever, the European eggplant, not dick-shaped. I can tell you, I've seen cone heads like four times, and you could be making that up for all I know. Like that. <laughs> oh, you are. You oh, the classic eggplant scene. It's from a cone very heads. classic scene. It's one of the classic scenes next to uh, when he hits a golf ball into the Garthog's throat and it kills the Garthog. And that's it's a how good, we, it's a classic cone head jape. You know, it's like one of those movies that my dad quotes regularly. Like if you <laughs> mm-hmm. told my dad, the, if you said to him, Narfle the Garthog, he would be like, I love Vince. He loves all of the movies I love. Like it's it's that. I've seen and that movie Cabin way too Boy. many times. <laughs> that also a good movie. Chris Elliott. I have one a of feeling the most, this... one of the most underrated of the SNL people, I feel like. Oh, hundred percent. He is he is a comedic genius. Um yeah. I feel like this is the reason why I've been podcasting with you for so long, Vince, is because mm-hmm. Um, you're just, I'm just podcasting with my dad, essentially. Like you get mad at technology in the exact same way. (laughs) I'm, I'm like afraid you're going to hit me. It's like Mm -hmm. very similar. Yeah. We got a vibe thing going. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But let's get to the most important part of this podcast. The reason we are all here together. Hey everyone, Matt Lieb here with an annoying mid-roll ad that I'm going to be playing until March 17th. Why March 17th, you ask? Well, (laughs) because I'm going to be co-headlining the Sacramento Punchline on Sunday, March 17th at 7 p.m. with my wife, Francesca Fiorentini. I would love it if you all bought your tickets to it. It's going to be really fun. Um, You helped us sell out uh, when we co-headlined the San Francisco Punchline, and now I'm asking for you to... Do it again. That's right. If you're in the Sacramento area or somewhere nearby, um, come to the Sacramento Punchline Sunday, March 17th, 7 p.m. It's going to be so much fun. I'm going to be there. Francesca's going to be there. Uh, Someone else is going to open for us. I don't know who, but someone probably pretty funny. You're going to have a great time, and you can get your tickets right now by either clicking the link uh, that's in the show notes or going to punchlinesack.com and uh, buying your tickets. Do it. And if you can't go, hey, maybe you have friends who are in the area and you you know, you know, can tell them like, hey, you like comedy. Come see this guy who does a podcast and his wife who also does a podcast. It'll be great. So yes, please come. Sacramento Punchline, March 17th. That's a Sunday at 7 p.m. 
Come, enjoy, laugh, love. All right. Is to talk about Sam Levinson's hit new show. It's sexy. It's hot. Mm-hmm. It makes you sweat. It mm-hmm. makes you want to do drug. It makes you want to fuck pussy. It makes you want to sucky fuck. <laughs> it's the <laughs> idol. HBO's mm-hmm. The Idol from the makers of Euphoria. That's I-D-O-L. There's like two other kinds of idol that you might be thinking that is. No, we're not talking about idle hands, the Devin no. Sawa vehicle no. from Nor the 90s. Starring... Are we talking about like idol as in like a paradise, you know, like I-D-Y-L-L. That's not, it's not that kind of idol oh, I didn't even, either. I didn't even think about that version of idol. Mm-hmm. No, we're talking Matt about. I just learned aubergine. We're I not, just yeah. learned we're aubergine. Not now idol. you're going to talk about idol. I don't know that one. No, we're talking about Idol uh, as an American Idol. I'm trying to do an Israeli accent. Yeah, I feel like good to me. it only makes sense. Like this show only makes sense. Just like other the other Sam Levinson show, uh, it only makes sense if you think, oh, this is what an Israeli thinks America looks like. <laughs> yeah. It's very Israeli. It's there's there's this thing about like you know party dog and like kind of like uh, everyone uh, sexy mm-hmm. uh, like that is you go out to rave and there's you go a to rave. light yeah I can't the, do it yeah it sounds pretty good I I will say like my first the first I I took notes because I wanted <laughs> to be prepared and yes. the first thing I wrote down was I hope the whole show is Hank Azaria trying to say the word bukaki in an yes. Israeli accent <laughs> yes his yeah. whole bugadi he did yeah, Bugatti. Yeah. He did yeah, Bugatti. He do Bugatti on your he face. Did, did Bugatti, like... uh, Bugatti party. Uh, it's like you know, it's uh, Pukake. Um, yeah, no. Hank Azaria playing an Israeli guy mm-hmm. was the. We should set things up. It's about okay. a pop star. Yes. Uh, named Jocelyn. Yes. Played by Lily Rose Depp, who's Johnny Depp's daughter. That's uh, right. My first note was that she looks kind of like a kind of like a Boston Terrier. She's got, <laughs> she's got big old eyes that kind of point the one of them points the wrong direction a little bit. Yes, um, yeah, she's very beautiful though. Um, oh, oh, she's a, a beautiful lady, but it is it is um, it's interesting because she, while she is beautiful, she is also um, this. It's not that she's too beautiful; it's that she isn't. Like uh, she doesn't give off the pop star vibe, so it's kind mm. of like strange at the beginning watching the show where you're like, oh, she's she's playing a pop star. If she was playing a model, it's a little hard yes. to buy. It's a it's little hard to, got, buy. to buy. You know what she? You know what it is? It's like when you get two people that are too good looking, and then yes. they have an offspring. It's yes. like it's Uncanny like the valley good looking. Well, it's like it's like uh, it's like an art director is making really uh, really. Uh, provocative decisions about all their facial facial features. Yes, you know what I mean? Yes, it's like yes. a reverse Habsburg. Yes, yeah. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. It's. Uh, it is a. Rever- I mean, it's. It's. It's not that her genes are superior. She is not some sort of master race. <laughs> I want to say on record that this podcast does not believe in race science. <laughs> but thank you. No, no but she's. <laughs> She's. <laughs> I will say but. the last. The I. I to also because I'm. I'm very well prepared. I did my homework. I listened yes. to a podcast about air, and it was like ten minutes in that Matt starts talking about Adam Driver's Italian skull shape, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm. 
Got to be prepared Listen, for a little. I've done the notes app apology for that. I have said we no longer measure skulls, and that skull shape is not an indicator of good or bad genetics. Yeah. But you know what? I I agree. But like, <laughs> I'm Go not ahead. on the phrenology part, but I sure. agreed that there are like you know it's a it's a little weird that regular ass white people are playing Jews and Italians in movies now. I know that so, was just you know for what? us. That was that, just for us. Yeah, it was we for have, us. At, Ethnic play. lights. We have our. We have a narrow lane. You can't. Please don't take that from us. It's the worst. Yeah. I don't like it. Get out of here, Rachel Brosnahan. We don't need any Irish street mix to play us <laughs> Jews. Okay. Well, let's. <laughs> I didn't say that. I uh, said it. Oh no! Another notes have apology. Um. So, so I, this show. This show is funny to me because. Like I'm of two minds on it. Mm-hmm. Like Sam Levinson, obviously, uh, you know, he's he's Barry Levinson's son, and mm-hmm. I think uh, on one level, I think the best thing that like a nepo baby can do is uh, just be horny. Like I, th- I think for them to have a horny show about uh, kids that do drugs and have sex, it's like, the that most feels, honest. It feels like the most honest art that they yes. could make, and I yes. respect that he's making it and i also think that a lot of the like backlash to this show because they did get really like sort of trashed in the reviews i think a lot of that comes from the fact that there's a lot of sex in it yes and uh and a lot of a lot of modern like media criticism like they really like to default to moral scolds even though they don't like know that they're doing that or think that they're doing that i think a lot of it comes from that same place yeah Uh, but (laughs) yeah but i can't say that they're entirely wrong either because uh, like for all this like i liked the insider celebrity stuff and she's got all the handlers and it's Mm -hmm. about it's about horny dumb people which i which i like yeah but 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 it also it i don't know what it is about like nepo kids and their obsession with like stroby visuals and uh really overbearing it's the scores. world they know honestly yeah. that's what it is it's like if you grow up in the business you grow up more so than anyone else in this country like With you strobe think strobe light exposure you grow up being like my life is movie and so <laughs> like all people i think in a way you know kind of visualize their own lives in like different you know cinematic ways that's what makes cinema like fun is that you're just like wow it's uh Mm -hmm. it can take the everyday and turn it into something magic but uh no no person does that more so than like a nepo baby who like you don't think like sam levinson did a show about like hot girls at clubs because he's just imagine what aj soprano would write about if he became a screenwriter he would be writing about being like fucking the Britney Spears of his era uh, at a club that he owns because he is the weekend. Um, so this the show also stars the weekend, by the way. Yeah. It's actually filmed at his house. I don't know if you yeah. know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, but... the house uh, in the show is the weekend's house. Yeah, that, that makes sense. But I, <laughs> let me just, uh, uh, the problem I have, I completely agree with you, Vince, that like I'm of two minds. One of them is, you know, uh that this feels at least somewhat honest because it's coming from mm-hmm. this kind of kid um and then also there's part of me that looks at the scolds and goes like i i hate this idea of shitting on this show 
because um, you're portraying sex in a way that is like kinky or you know quote not without normal. like they're expecting what they, when they're expecting like some grand artistic message because it has right. boobs in it and the, right and, and I feel like the part of this comes from like no I just like boobs. like he just likes and I'm, I titties. appreciate that yeah I mean that's fair at least it's it, yes at the same time at the same time <laughs> yes. for a show that is as horny as it is it didn't make me feel like i was part of it it felt oh, like sam levinson no. yeah. was horny <laughs> yes. and i yes. was yeah. watching him yeah. be horny yes. Yes. yes and also 100%. the weekend was horny but only for the weekend yes yes <laughs> he was horny imagining what he looked like saying the horny lines yes and, and boy what he looked like too oh fantastic he is uh he's got to be one of the strangest he's another strange hot guy where you're like i know he's hot on paper like i get that he's hot all the features awesome but it's like you took the features and the sum of its parts is weird hot um i I wrote notes about this as well yes please i said the weekend's tedros dresses like a man who owns samurai swords Mm -hmm. i would describe this look as if dracula got into super into anime and cocaine yes or if the simpsons comic book guy made an avatar in the matrix online a hundred percent yeah when i when you see him show up and i have a clip of the scene where he uh shows up to the house to um to hang out with uh, uh it looked like he was wearing clothes meant for wesley snipes's blade but also he, fitted for wesley snipes he looks like the sixth bone thug like he's doing <laughs> it's it's like he's he's he looks like the the like horny bone like he's the most horny bone thug and uh, uh i have uh hold on i have a, a clip of that one second weekend comes over hi well yes um um just kisses right off the bat um yeah uh so jocelyn is just uh finishing getting ready so you can chill in the living room have a drink whatever um he misses his uncle home. Charles, y'all. <laughs> you sure? Fucking <laughs> that fucking like that, that man looks like he n- thinks he knows how to use nunchucks. I'm telling you, that is. <laughs> <laughs> he is playing this character, which when you first meet him, you meet him at a club. This is uh, after. You know, Jocelyn uh, has had a hard day. You know, she has been filming her music video. She's been doing this photo shoot. And then all of a sudden, there's uh, a photo of her with cum all over her face that is uh, all over the internet. You know, very embarrassing. So she goes to the club just to, like, you know, fucking. Which, like, the first, before they get to the club, I was kind of into the show. Me too. I uh, for, Before the club, I was like, oh, I actually kind of like the idea of this being the the show like uh, uh, you know what is it was like veep but for the music industry focusing on the supporting people and the supporting people are so much better than the lead 100 100 like miles miles better and it's like yeah it was like um i was like this could rival like a show like entourage if it decides to make it not about her you know hashtag success hashtag winning um 
And then the rest of the show takes place in a club. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, no, this is see, this is what I thought the and show feels, was going to be. It feels very like it feels very like uh, rich <clears throat> showbiz kid where it's like, what if what if me and my friends doing ecstasy at a club was like a vampire movie? Like, wouldn't that be <laughs> yeah. sick? Like, what if we were like vampires? So, so I did check it out. And the cinematographer is the person who does the weekend's music videos, which makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I mean, I the show is shot like a music video, especially the parts where there that take place in a club. Um, uh, but yeah, the beginning of it is not so bad. Uh, you know, it starts off with her kind of like you know dealing with this, or everyone else around her dealing with this crisis, and she's clearly you know she's just come back from like you know this case of depression where you know she is. Uh, she had to be hospitalized, and uh, mm-hmm. and they actually, there's a great scene in which um, they uh, are talking about how in the photo shoot she is wearing a uh, hospital bracelet, and uh, they talk about mental that, illness for a second. That was a great scene. I th- I thought I have that a, actress. I I don't know her name, but she's great. Oh, she's great. I have a clip of that. You let people enjoy sex, drugs, and hot girls. Okay, stop trying to cock block America. No, Mickey, I'm not some sort of prude. I just don't think that with everything that she has been through, she should be wearing the hospital wristband. Mental illness is sexy. No, it's not. Yeah. If if you live in Sioux City, Iowa, you are never going to meet a girl like Jocelyn. She's not walking down the street. She didn't go to your high school. She doesn't work at the bar or the diner. And she did not marry your best friend. And if on the off chance she did, she is still never, ever going to fuck you unless she has some very, very serious mental problems. And that right there is why mental illness is sexy. It's a pretty good point. I love that it ends with like that. That is, I think, Hank Azaria's first line. And I was like, whoa, he's doing like a Borat thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Moment that that started. Yeah, because yeah, I wonder slow what... push in. I'm like, yeah. is that fucking Hank Azaria? Yeah, and... yeah. You're watching, and also you're like, okay, Hank Azaria, he can do anything. I mean, where is he going with this? Is he gonna yeah. do like a Latino, like birdcage type thing? Is yeah. he gonna? I mean, shit. You know, where, where, this could get problematic. He might do like a, a a poo. You know, and then he just goes, my wife, and you're like, okay, he's doing his <laughs> yeah. really. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. But I feel like I've. I mean, I feel like that scene is basically. Sam Levinson's id like sort of talking to us um right which I'm okay with like I kind of agree with that entire scene like yeah no, okay no. <laughs> maybe you don't have to no not like this the mental illness part but like no. you know you don't have to over intellectualize everything sometimes people want uh you know people want horny mediocre art and I'm yes. fully supportive yeah. Of horny mediocre art. I think the part the part that annoys me about everything that I've seen of his is it always comes with this sheen of like, oh, am I offending you? Yeah. Oh, am I gonna offend you by filming my friends doing ecstasy and having having trauma? Yeah. It's like no, not really. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I'm into it if you just do it. Like just but the part where you have to preface it with like I saw I'm one of the ten people that actually saw Assassination Nation his. I movie did too. from a few years ago. Um, one of the worst movies I think I've seen uh, in my years as a film critic. Like I really, really, really hated that movie. Mm-hmm. And part of the reason I hated it is like the first five minutes is like a disclaimer about how much sex and drugs and naughty stuff he's yeah. going to show you. And it's like, 
warning, dude, trigger warning. You I might cry care. from the amount of fucky sucky I put on <laughs> yeah. film. Like, oh, just film your oh, friends just fucking. come scare yeah. you? Oh, yeah. does when someone smoke one marijuana scare? Well, <laughs> get ready, grab some tissue, freak. Because tonight <laughs> we're showing someone doing simulated blowjob coke. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. And, it's that's, the that's the framing that device that up. I don't need. Like it's yeah, yeah the one that annoys me. Uh, yeah, I'd be fully all supportive to if you just the did question, it. Like, what if hot people were like a little twisted? Yeah. 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 Okay. But I think what annoyed me did about did you know that, that rich kids also have trauma and sometimes they get addic- addicted to drugs? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what annoyed me though about what she was saying, like her, like I liked the the I thought it was funny the mental illness stuff, but what annoyed me was the the kind of like oh yeah no it's true there are no hot people anywhere else in world <laughs> like <laughs> right. o- yeah. only in los angeles is <laughs> hot people exist and it's like everywhere else in the world is where our hot people are born who become so hot that they move to los angeles to be professional hot like the, just the idea it's like no one in sioux city iowa fucking looks like this yeah and it's just like i bet there's like uh bet hot people there like yeah. what do you think like to me that shows like the level of that's a la nepo baby you know what i mean yeah that is yeah. like yeah the, that is like guy born and raised los angeles where you're just like you know all why would i live anywhere else when all hottest people in the world live here and it's like no they move there they move (laughs) they're not born and it's like well what about lily rose depp and it's like well she's hot but like (laughs) you know they have hot people elsewhere that aren't as obnoxious right right exactly (laughs) you know you only have the obnoxious ones yes it is it is so that's like a very la thing um, and then, so throughout, she is uh, she is debuting uh, debuting her uh, her new single that's coming out. This um, fucker just said which debuting. Which is real bad, real. I, like that was another thing. Yeah. Is the music in this show yeah. that is made about music and by musicians is not good music. I, I mean, was, I think I thought I couldn't tell if that was supposed yeah. to be like deliberate a deliberate choice. But it wasn't. It wasn't bad enough to be deliberate bad either. Like that's the thing. Yeah, it was uninteresting. It, it was right in the middle. It was. It, it felt like an attempt. At it like yeah. a real attempt that because it fell short, you're like, ugh, what is happening? But I, I have a, a video. I actually thought the song was like was like pretty good. I just, uh, yeah, I, I I don't know. I liked it. Here, I have the video. Two, three, four, five, six. McDonald's is a place to rock. It is a restaurant where they buy food to eat. It is a good place yeah, to listen I think to the Britney music. And Jocelyn have gone People flock really here to get down to the rock music. Universal. Rocky Roll McDonald's. Rocky Roll McDonald's. Rocky Roll McDonald's. Rocky Roll McDonald's. It's hot, dude. I don't know. Yeah. Make it fat. <laughs> okay. They serve Big Macs. Okay. They serve quarter pounders. <laughs> they will put pounds on you. I'm just saying, okay. like that's a pretty good song. <laughs> uh, the way she's like dancing. Do you make a reference to Rock and Roll McDonald's in every single episode? It's, uh, you know, at, it's, at this yeah. point, it's two for two of the yeah. broadcasts that I've listened to. <laughs> oh, did I make a reference last time? <laughs> you sure yeah. did. You said, yeah, I'm sure so did. tired of needle drops. Next time <laughs> I see a needle drop, I'm going to replace it with Rock and Roll McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> sure enough. Yeah, um, it's... 
it's become a thing. Uh, I just, you know, it just, it just it's worked. Good. It's good. It just worked, uh. man. Um, no, the now, actual now song. Now this I can get behind. Yeah, I mean, yeah. honestly, because like if they're going for, you know, hey, we want to do like a, a a pop song that's a little like superficial, Matthew you know, crying, that's a, a little bit Matthew. like it's. I'm shedding tears. It's not quite good enough, you know. Uh, go rock and roll McDonald's. Why, mm-hmm. you know, don't fucking reinvent the wheel here. Yeah. It's a perfect song. Um, Replacing The weekend with Wesley Willis would double the quality of this show. <laughs> oh, because oh, he, he I want to watch that show now. Dude, I, he is just so bad. I mean, the thing about it is I feel um, almost bad for him. I didn't think the weekend was. I thought the I liked the weekend better than I liked Lily Rose Depp in this show. I think I, they were both awfully wooden, and also yeah. like the weekend. The the other person whose career I would compare him to as a solo artist is the other person who, when they debuted, everyone compared them to Michael Jackson, which is Justin Timberlake, sure. who made the acting jump, and like it turns out is a more interesting actor, arguably, than he is a musician. Whereas the weekend is a much more musician, interesting musician than he is an actor. And yeah. I think, you know, you can't, you could, if you replace the weekend in this show with Justin Timberlake, you'd get a better show. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I agree because he does give like that. That is his lane uh, as an mm-hmm. actor is like giving someone else advice. Like uh, you know, it's, you know, it's a million yeah. dollars. It's not cool. Uh, yeah. A billion dollars. Yeah, you you know what's cool? Uh, getting choked out while you sing song. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that's the other thing. Like it's supposed to be, as Brett described it in our text chain, uh, mm-hmm. Fifty Shades of Entourage. Which yes. is sort yeah. of what This show is, and it's sort of. Uh, like I want it to be more perverted because it's sort of it's it's very like light, it's light perverted. Like it's yeah, it it's, has sex it, and stuff, but uh, I feel like not... choking is like passe at this point. You know what yeah, I mean? It like it feels like Sam Levinson read about what kink is. Yes, and is like yeah, sure. I, also, I, like when you when you choke yourself while you're jerking off don't you need like a belt or something like yeah, you're not gonna use you your hand that. right like that's I mean, the entire like sequence can. i was like can you actually do that to yourself i mean you can i don't choke. know that you can successfully like choke yourself i to mean the was, oxygen deprivation level i mean i think it's like half half of it is i mean you could do that in your experience in my you... experience you could choke yourself with your hand and it feels kind of like you're choking but you just won't choke yourself to death which is the safest way to choke yourself uh you know to completion in my opinion so i say if you're out there <laughs> trying to do auto erotic auto erotic <laughs> uh then <laughs> if you're trying to fix fix a date then just make sure you use uh you know your your own hand and mm-hmm. not a belt um but yeah, no, I mean, I didn't take too much issue with her, like, uh, them doing a whole scene where she just uh, chokes herself and masturbates. I think th- the problem I had was the way they shot it. They shot it like they were saying, like, wow. Isn't that she- crazy? Yeah. She's yeah. crazy. Right. And uh, it's just like, again, not. Um, like, it should be seedy and like a little pathetic yeah but, it's but it's, it's but instead of it's being pathetic shiny. It's, it's epic yeah they're it's trying epic to shoot it like and it's shiny epic. yeah like she's she, like it's not it's not depraved and i think this is the problem i had with uh 50 shades of gray as well i mean i never actually saw the movie but well, I, I assumed did. 
that there was no scene where, you know, she's getting like rammed by like a she's getting DP by a fuck machine <laughs> while someone is like electrocuting her neck with a cattle prod. Like that right. it is was, it was, it's that exact same Sam Levinson thing. The like, do I provoke you? Where it's like that's yeah. someone jerking off. Like, I, yeah, no, I, this, this is like this is Starbucks perversion. Exactly. Yeah. It's like every time I go and see a fucking like a friend do burlesque and they have an MC who's just like oh this next lady I don't know if you guys can handle this next lady and it's like lady I've seen a woman fuck a traffic cone like I've seen some wild shit on the internet I don't think you're going to top the traffic cone in this particular you know areola less dance Mm -hmm. not to say it's not sexy in a different way i still thought the scene was sexy but it's shot in a way as if it's like wow blowing your mind yeah Yeah. Yeah. i like you ever seen something so fucky suck and it's like (laughs) yeah "Yeah, a lot in fact stuff i'm ashamed yeah i I liked it when i just thought like when i just thought that someone decided that hey you know uh Lily Rose Depp, she's got some crazy nipples. What if we made a show about them? Uh, like it, it, I, I get that as an artistic gesture more totally. than the part where it's like, no, but what if it's like so provocative? And it's like, eh, I don't think it's that provocative. Speaking of which, uh, uh, there is what I do love, and I, I assume this is like a choice they made, but I don't think they made this choice for the same reason that I would have made this choice. Uh, there's like a couple of scenes where her areola is just out. Just a little bit, just a tiny bit. Her areola is out, and I know that for Sam Levinson and his, you know, weirdo minions in Hollywood, they, they were just like, "Ooh, isn't that hot?" Just a little areola, and to me, I'm like, "There's something about just a little bit that is funny," because <laughs> it feels accidental. Like one right. time at summer camp, <laughs> when I was a camp Go counselor, on. this other oh, camp no, counselor, wait, no, stop. <laughs> No, no, no. Oh, oh it's no. another camp counselor. Yes, okay. let me finish. Go on, go on again. No, this other camp counselor was sitting cross-legged, uh, and, uh, mm-hmm. and she just had, like, one pussy lips. <laughs> and there's something funny about just one pussy lip. And I think, I, you know, I had to say, like, I can see your pussy lips. <laughs> and it's just like, you know, there's so I, so the like the just touch is like the the spinach in teeth yes of nudity. yes yeah. yes it's mm-hmm. like, it's not you know it's not for me it's like not enough to be to look at it sexually it's kind right. of just like oops it's like you know <laughs> yeah uh it's very funny to me um it'd be like if one ball was sticking out like no one looks at a single nut and goes like look at that nut i, I mean i don't think but don't sam know. levinson goes yeah, you provoked yeah. by that nut. Yeah, yeah, just you a little. Believe this nut. You can you yeah. believe just a little bit of scrot is hanging out? Yeah, I think I I'm see. I have a varicocele. I think I could make an OnlyFans just dedicated. You have to a my what? One, of of one nut, my one nut that has a varicocele in it. What's a varicocele? It's a varicose vein in your uh, in your sack. Oh, yeah. you got a you've got a you've got like a a, a vascular sack. Yeah, well, there's just like a yeah, there's like a vein in there that I love. Like, that. Does it look strong? <laughs> no, it looks like a, some noodles are in there. Oh, that's too bad. It'd be cool <laughs> if it looked strong. Yeah. What are you picturing? Just like a bicep? I'm like, picturing a bicep that's actually a nutsack. Yeah. <laughs> no. I guess I mean, a varicose I vein is, is, like is the noodliest vein, right? 
Yeah, that's the most. Yeah, it's just it's all. That's Italians how the doctors it. describe it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all Ita- well, when you're when you're Italian at a certain level of Italianness, you just have noodles, <laughs> pasta in your. Anatomy. Oh no, machine! It turned into spaghetti. <laughs> um. But yeah, so uh, she goes to the club in the show and uh, meets uh, the weekend, whose name, uh, what was it? It's like Tedros. Tedros. Who, yes. I mean, is he supposed to be Greek? I'm not sure what he's supposed to be. Mm. Um, but I didn't think about that, but yeah. I assume he's supposed to be like, so he's like the club owner and they're like dancing and um She's got like a friend who's got a raspy voice, which I love like uh, like a raspy best friend cockwalk mm-hmm. lady. Like that's a that's a it's a fun character to exist. And a callback to the episode I listened to uh, is uh, another it's Jewish stolen valor. Rachel Sennett only plays Jews. I not, like her though. Not yeah. a drop. Listen, listen. We what happened? He's even to named Jews? Rachel to just screw I, with you. It's, it really is. It's a That's, mind fuck. That is Rachel profiling. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that is not cool, bro. No, Some like, casting director was like, can you be annoying? And they were like, yeah. And they're like, you can, right. you can play one All of right, us. you're Jew. I do love, <laughs> you know, that it's like all of the, the, all of the Jews run Hollywood. And it's like, you know, there's. If the Jews run Hollywood, we sure do love to uh, shit on the Jews more than anything. <laughs> but like, Matt, I just looked up her Wikipedia. It says she's Irish and Italian, so I think maybe. Well, she's, she's okay. Allowed. She passes. Oh, she passes. okay, okay. Yeah. If as long as she's both parents are Catholic, then yes. she, you're allowed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, those are the rules. You can play Jews as long as we, the Jews can play uh, Rachel Senate, Then it's fine. Um, but, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, the raspy voice, best friend, raspy voice, best friend. I thought she was great. Um, she's great. She's so good. I, yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I, I thought she good. was good. I, I, I have a scene that I wanted to play that I thought was just like, again, I wish the show was how you described was the support it. I wish, staff. Yeah. I wish it was about the support staff because and, I feel like they could carry it. Totally. And the leads are just kind of the backdrop of the, you see all these people scurrying around doing their jobs and having yeah, to give and, a shit about stuff. And, yeah. and I like the idea that they're sort of like the real talent, but they have to, uh, they have to sort of wrangle this very obnoxious, uh, young person. Do you and know? they yeah, also that, have stakes that, because the other mm-hmm. people are just going to be like millionaires in their big houses forever. Like yes. You actually have to hold down your job. Yes. And oh, let me just play this scene. Joss. <laughs> like, I just love her. <laughs> just trying to find her friend, make sure she's not fucking the club owner. Yeah. <laughs> just, I have, have your bag. Do you know where my shoes are? I can't yeah. find my shoes. Uh, I don't know where my phone went. <laughs> I was in the, I think, minority of people that really enjoyed that movie, Bodies, 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 she was in. I thought she oh, was great in that. Oh, I didn't see it. I still didn't see it. She was really good. I need to see it. I, she, I, like I mean, Pete she's Davidson. basically that character, but Wonderful. is so good at it. I'm, I'm happy with that. Um, so the last half of this movie, uh, takes place in apparently the weekend's home, which, you know, I love that they used his home for this. Um, and, uh, it consists of the weekend, like listening to her song and telling her, like giving her like notes, which 
for me, I'm like, if I'm her as a pop star, the idea that this person would be giving notes, I'd be like, no, I'm not interested. Fuck off. You own a club. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, no. But she actually like listens to it, which but I. But he's is... Dracula, so he's actually right. He knows Th- that's true. He's he's, like... he's witnessed witnessed so many so much human behavior in his fifteen hundred years. <laughs> yes, I've been around for much longer than <laughs> of, you for of being a Dracula. Like, I, has... also... I don't think the hook is hitting. <laughs> I'm just picturing oh. now. Ah, ah. Just pop producer Dracula. Yeah, yeah. Let's get some 808s in there. Yeah. A one, two, three, 808s. Ah, ah, ah. Um, 3.5 grams of cocaine. Um, uh, no, I'm just now realizing that also the look that that uh, that the weekend is doing feels like it was like created by description that an Israeli gave of like a black guy he saw once. <laughs> he's like, oh, he's a very, very cool guy. Uh, he was wearing a uh, duster. He wore full duster, hair slicked back, rat tail, uh, you know, uh, sloppy steaks. <laughs> Real piece of shit. <laughs> he's like... <laughs> It's just a very weird looking like, isn't this guy cool? And you're like, yeah, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, you just walked by a homeless guy. I don't know. Yeah. He's like... <laughs> oh, is that Blade? Um, no, but uh, so then she uh, plays in the song and he listens to it and he like gives her notes uh, about how like it doesn't sound like you know how to fuck and don't um, you think the notes that he's giving feel like they could be notes for the show that we're watching 100 yeah, percent. everything yeah. feels referential to the show everything there's like a moment where uh the main character goes like uh, is it any good i just don't want to be embarrassed and i'm like Ugh, you know <laughs> oh boy you know because it's like it's kind of an embarrassing show uh the yeah the the note of like you know you're singing but it doesn't sound like someone who knows how to fuck it's like yeah none of you guys sound like you know how to fuck like this whole show <laughs> is is this manufactured level of horny that is so basic that you're like do you, are you actually horny by the Sam Levinson or are you just like this is what fuck looks like and it doesn't it doesn't ring true um it felt like he was but like we're not yes Yes, yes. Like he has never uh been He's trying to turn himself on for sure, yes. I think. You know what it is? And it's I re- a gu- yeah. It's a guy who has always had Pornhub Premium and he's never been on xvideos.com. That's what it is. <laughs> so, if you grew up just with Pornhub Premium, then you don't know the level of weird that exists in the world. You only know shiny that's all you know. And in fact, there's a scene at the very opening that I was like, this feels telling. Like, this is an accidental art. I, I'm sure it's an on-purpose art, but it looks like uh, a thumbnail for a blacked, uh, like, porn. Like, this right here felt very coded. And, like, I, the fact that, like, the main guy is this like weird fucky like black guy who is like gonna be uh abusing her like part of me is just like what is the 
I'm not trying to overthink the show, but also what's going on in Sam Levinson's head here? Is he but just think, like, is he, I don't know what he's thinking. I, I do. I actually think it's the people, uh, creators who are like less introspective for whom it is easier to say like, where is this coming from pathologically? Yes. yes. Like, cause if you, if you don't look inside yourself, I feel like you are easier to gaze into. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. It's the 100%. Tommy Wiseau thing. Yes. Totally. It's the Paul T. Gold. Oh, thing. yeah. Um, and also, like, speaking of, uh, you know, wardrobe inspiration for Tedros, Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> is yes. Like, yeah. yes. We're going to see yes. Tedros wearing too many belts. I would sure. like, I hope in the third episode they just replace him with Tommy Wiseau <laughs> and don't ever address it. <laughs> oh, hi, Jocelyn. <laughs> I'm fed up with this world. Um, I also, uh, we talked about Rachel Sennett just real quick. Um, the scene in which uh, she is talking with Jocelyn about, um, about Tedros. I thought another fucking, another fucking like scene that feels like it was written. It's, this is the thing with euphoria with everything he does with Sam Levinson. It all feels like the most, never talked to normal people guy in the world being like, <laughs> I'm going to talk. I'm going to, this is how ladies talk. Um, and uh, I, I have this scene right here. I just don't want to like make a fool of myself. I don't want people to like make fun of me. They're not. Trust me. It's good. It's like really good. <laughs> I think I'm going to invite Tedros over. The rat tail club guy? <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Josh. What? I hate his vibe. <laughs> really? Yes. What's wrong with him? He's so rapey. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like that about him. Joss. No. You're so bad. Yes. I am. So You're so bad. You can't say that. Yeah, you know... It's just, that's exactly how ladies talk. If you've ever hung out with ladies, they're always sitting around going like, rapey's the hottest. Uh, that is just, you know. I love, I love that so many of the conversations had with Jocelyn are just the people around her going, Joss. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're all just saying, you're so twisted. That's all yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a show yeah. where... How would I know that Jocelyn is twisted if not for everyone around her saying, wow, she's so twisted, you know? That's why they say in screenwriting class, tell, don't show. Mm. <laughs> it's very important. Um, and then it ends uh, with this uh, fantastic um, piece of advice in which he tells, The Weeknd tells her, uh, he's like, you know, you need to sound like you are fucking or something while you're singing, which super normal. Totally good note. Uh, but then he asks, um, do you sit when you sing? And she's like, yes. And I'm like, oh, well, okay. That's that's the problem. That's the that's, <laughs> that's, that's it. it. That's everything. You're not supposed to do that. that that's it like is, the one. The, <laughs> that blew my mind. That specific, I was like, you are this far in the industry. And no one's like, stand up when stand you use up. a microphone. <laughs> it's insane. Listen, I sit down when I sing because I do the Wire parody songs. That's why, because that's the amount of effort. I don't expect people to see it. But the idea that she's... 
being told by fucking count club owner like <laughs> oh have you ever thought of standing up so that you can use your diaphragm when you sing and she's like that's crazy i've never thought of that like no one's told her that and then you think like oh he's gonna give her a singing lesson and that's what this show's about um he does not- <laughs> i did not think that i, I had hopes that that's what yeah. the show was about uh and then instead uh this is what happens you sing sitting down i do get up he ties her dress to her face, goes around her neck with the uh, the belt that holds the dress, chokes her out, and I at, at this point in not the show, not good I'm like, for your singing voice, by the way. Yeah, I was like, this is definitely not good for his singing. And then I was like, oh, is this about like a killer? And then he kisses her on the head, puts a puts a knife in her mouth so she he can she can have an air hole. Now you can sing. Now you can sing. And then the credits roll. I feel uh, like that's a different scene if you don't put the stupid operatic music in there. The music on this show. The music is, is so annoying. Just oh like God. Like it's not helping. It's making this scene that's like would be kind of good if it is a little bit silly. If it had and- rock and roll McDonald's <laughs> in the background, you could understand where the show is going. But it's okay. another Tommy Wiseauian music choice yes. where it's like, oh, this is dramatic. Let's play dramatic string music. How are they going to know? How are they going to know it's dramatic? It's like everything on the show is telling so much that it's like, I know Sam Levinson a lot gets accused a lot of like making like porn for kids, but like the amount of having no media literacy that is assumed by the choices that he makes in the show makes me think like, are you making port? Like, no, but see that it's weird. Cause it's like, he has that scene where, uh, Tedros explains pop music and it's like, Oh, it's the perfect Trojan horse. Like it's this dumb thing that you can put real ideas in. And I'm like, yes, that's what the show should be. Like yes! the show yeah. should be kind of porny, but in order to be kind of porny, it needs to be kind of seedy and like if you didn't have that bombastic operatic score in there it might actually land as this like sneaky mm-hmm. sneaky like horny in a genuine way yes. but like where you're you're sort of laughing at it but then you get weirdly horny by it like that's kind of what the uh like the the way that this show might actually hit right. but because it's coming at you in this uh <laughs> monumental like maximalist like profound music it sort of it undercuts what it could actually do right and it makes me again think like who is this for because it's not (laughs) for people who are like uh who are media literate in any sense so then it's i don't know it's 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 all weird it does feel like a trojan horse for the right wing it feels like a way (laughs) like how are we going to get the zoomers to become puritanistic completely (laughs) <laughs> and it's like yeah. we're going to make this show about how like being sexual uh is important like, is no, not just important no it's that being sexual uh sounds like you know fucking like you're a woman having agency over her body but what it really is is it leaves you open to being abused and and it's like 
that to me feels like what it is trying to do. It's like a discourse machine for the right wing to turn Zoomers against like fucking 50 years of progress. Yeah, I, I don't understand who the regular watcher is other than people who are off of the bad press going to say like, oh, what? What kind of a mess are we? It's in for, for people yes. f- talk about on podcasts. That's what I think too. This is why I was like, we got to talk about this show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, He's playing us like a fiddle, man. Hey, listen, I'm okay with being a part of the discourse machine. Listen, I live yeah. for that. The problem is, is that I think he made it so bad that they may not get another season, which sucks for. For us, because I think we should cover this every episode. <laughs> I think we should go through this every single one. It's too, too weird to not. It feels like I'm watching The Room every episode. Speaking of that, Matt. Yeah. Uh, they canceled Perry uh, Perry Mason. I'm fed I'm, up with this world. How disappointed are you? I feel like it just got good. It just got good. It just got good. Season one, I thought was ugh. And then yeah, season two, I, I was like, you. yes. And they canceled it. That's too bad, man. It's too bad, but it doesn't matter because we have, what, 11 more episodes of The Idol to, to watch. <laughs> <laughs> I bet there's going to be 22. I hope so. Let's go back to a fucking network TV standards of episodes. That's what I say. That's what that's what we're striking about. That is true. We're striking. So more, more, more slot. of the idol, <laughs> more the idol slot for all. Um, yeah, I don't know. Solid B plus. Great show. I think everyone should watch it. Fun for the whole family. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Solid B plus. It's great. It was solid great. B cup. Uh, what what do you think? I think that's a pod. You guys think it's a yeah, pod? Yeah, I think that's a pod. Fuck yeah. It seems like we a potted. pod. We potted. We talked about stuff. We talked about the weekend. We talked about calm. Oh, oh, wait. I I, I warned Matt about this earlier. Oh, the pun. I wrote a real... I wrote, it's just real not good. I, and I, I, feel like, it. I feel like I got to pay that off. You got it. You um, when when we were going through the in the sequence at Tedros's club and everyone's like drugging everyone and doing all sorts of shit, yeah. I was like, "Well, it makes sense that he is her lover boy, because when it comes to this show, everybody's working for the weekend." Wow! That, thank you. Thanks mm-hmm. very much. I like yeah. that. Uh, I will end it on that note. The yeah. weekend, like, oh, dude, it works on so many levels. Uh, well, I will say that this show made me anti-semitic <laughs> and i can't feel my face when i'm with jews i'm sorry <laughs> uh no this show does feel though like loki anti-semitic anyways i hope there's more episodes it does a bit yeah it doesn't it like a little bit a where little you're just bit. like why why are you making us look like this yeah what? and it's like it's a lot i'll tell you a lot of the behind the scenes people kind of look like us you know, I'm just saying, people can like control all surrounded the by you know people e- who are e- Jew Eli coded. Roth, Eli mm-hmm. Roth showing up, being like, "Do you recognize me? Yeah, look uh, at oh you damn worker, you yeah. piece of shit." And it's just like, come on, man, come on. Yeah, why you guys, why you gotta do us like this? Um, but again, though, fantastic show. Everyone should watch it. Um, <laughs> Sam Half. Well, you have you so to watch much. it so you can oh, be part of the discourse. That's right. Yes. That's right. Yeah. If you want to be part of the discourse, watch The Idol. 
every Sunday on Max? I don't know. Mm-hmm. What's it called? Or- I don't know what it's called anymore. On HBO Go. Check it out. On HBO streaming platform, HBO Now. Sam Haft, thank you so much for coming on the broadcast and talking about movies and shit with us. Thank you for having me. Of course. Where can people find you on the internet? <coughs> God. <laughs> oh <my> God. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> okay. People can find me. Don't find me. Um, people can find me at uh, Sam Haft on Twitter. Or, uh, you know, I'm here for the sake of, of music. And let mm-hmm. me tell you, <laughs> I sing like I know how to fuck. I, I don't know if I do. Um, <laughs> I bet you, uh, do. You, can, you could look me up on Spotify. Sam Haft. Sam Haft, check him out. Check out uh, his awesome band, The Living Tombstone. Uh, And uh, yeah, you guys have like a real, you have a real channel. Yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, you could also, the band, The Living Tombstone, you can look us up on Spotify. We're a little big. Uh, We've got a- Huge. When you guys sing, do you do it like you can fuck? Um, no, I do it all sitting down. Uh, yeah, of course. Do all of my like singing sitting down. Yeah, like, like what? A pop star. Like peeing? You sing only while while, while peeing, peeing sitting down. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, to I've be fair, most of their songs are. Oh, <laughs> right. It's just you. Yeah, pushing yeah. Out a doo-doo. It's just <laughs> yeah. A couple of those. Jewish groaning is the yes. name of this my album. This was a very. This was. A, I feel like a very appropriate uh, thing for me to be on to talk about i like i liked i like right? that we did the music the music show it had music uh judaism all that stuff yeah yeah uh follow follow sam haft uh listen to his music great guy thank you so much for coming on the Frotcast. thank you for having me patreon.com slash for all of the bonus episodes Frotcast at gmail.com for all your questions comments and concerns vince what is the google voice number Four one five two seven five zero zero three zero. All right, everyone. Thanks again so much for listening, and until next time, good night and good chins.